0: Well, thank you very much, and welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel. Carol serves as the Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. She's on the board of the National Council on Aging, was a board chair there, graduate of the University of the Incarnate Word with a master's degree in gerontology.
1: That's right, and today I am joined by another master's degree in social gerontology, Tina Smith.
0: In fact, uh, this is neat. Tina has been a co-host when you have been on assignment, and now she's a guest. That's right. So
1: we can just switch chairs out. next. She's going to interview me next. I like that. And then we'll interview you. How's
0: that? Happy to do it. And and Tina, one of the reasons you're here today, not only because we love talking with you, but there's a really neat program that has kicked off uh, underwritten by the uh, WellMed Charitable Foundation, and you serve as manager of caregiver services for the charitable foundation you're involved in a program called memory matters and it's a partnership with morgan's wonderland
2: yes we're very excited we're here to to talk about this new program that we are working with persons that are living with dementia and their caregivers and just to bring a little bit more fun back into their lives
0: how challenging is it for a caregiver who's working with someone who has some forms of dementia or Alzheimer's. I can imagine it can't be easy.
2: Well, caregiving in general can be a pretty stressful, uh, pretty stressful job, but when you add dementia to that, it just adds a whole other layer to that caregiving responsibility. So it's, it's tough.
0: And what's the goal for the Memory Matters program?
2: Well, uh, like I mentioned, a lot of times when someone gets that diagnosis of dementia, it's it's pretty heavy. It's pretty hard to deal with. And they switch into a mode of, okay, what do I do now? And it's, it's a pretty dark time for a lot of people. And so one of the The focus is is to, instead of dealing with dementia, it is learning to live with dementia and to bring some fun and
1: and life back to living with dementia. Carol? So if we step back, you know, the larger picture is that the WellMed Charitable Foundation and our partners received a million-dollar grant to develop a dementia-friendly capability within San Antonio. And so this is something that's going to happen in other communities. But what we've done is we've taken... Our expertise, Tina, and the Caregiver SOS, the Alzheimer's Association, UT Health, and their expertise in training caregivers. And then Morgan's Wonderland, which if you don't know what that is and you're listening to this, come to San Antonio. It is the world's first accessible, all-inclusive theme park. So when I mean all abilities, they have a, uh, swings that you can be in a wheelchair and swing, literally swing, the first merry-go-round in the world that can go up and down on the horses in a wheelchair. If you have someone with autism, you are safe. It's a safe and closed area. And so we wanted to take what Morgan's Wonderland—a safe environment with fun and education—and create um, sort of a dementia village, like they have in Scandinavia, where people actually live in the dementia village. Here, the idea is come for a few hours, have some, get some education, and then you and your loved one, or separately, have some fun in the park.
0: Now, is there a cost to participate?
1: There's no cost. It's entirely free. With this grant, we're able to provide
2: admission. And so really how it works is that we have um, we have an activity for the persons living with dementia that will engage them, whether it's exercise or dance or uh, volunteerism. That activity is going on. And while they're doing that, their loved uh, the caregivers will be in a class about Alzheimer's. And the focus of that is just to give them education and information about the disease, how to communicate legal issues they need to to be aware of. And at the end of the session, then we come together, we do a stress management technique and another activity, and then they're free to explore the
1: park together. And, and some of this grew out of, you know, my experience with my own mother who had dementia. In the early stages, she was desperate to find someone else like her that was early stage dementia and interested in building their skills or maintaining as much ability as possible she used to ask me isn't there something i can do is there somewhere i can go where someone can help me hang on to everything that I have. And there was nothing at the time. And so for the people living with dementia that want to, and, and actually the study, the research backs this up, there are techniques and training you can use to maintain a daily functioning Longer, Not necessarily your short-term memory, but what are the workarounds? What are the little tricks uh, to getting through the day? And this particular one is really focused um, on we've got people with dementia and their caregivers and people living with dementia who still live alone.
0: She's our co-host, Carol Zernial. I'm Ron Aaron. Tina Smith is our very special guest, and you've heard her as well as a pinch hitter for Carol on Caregiver SOS on air, and we're delighted to have you here. Uh, how did this idea develop from uh, what Carol is talking about? Uh, others, I'm sure, with dementia were telling their caregivers, I want to do more, I need to do more. How did it grow into a $1 million program?
2: Well, I think that, um, you know, as Carol said, there's a lot of people that are living with dementia that it can be a very isolating uh, thing when they get that diagnosis, and when the caregiver is is beginning their journey into this, it can be uh, a very lonely, a very lonely road. And, and there's been a lot of research to show that having that support, being around other people uh, that are facing the same challenges, can really alleviate a lot of the stress and anxiety facing the the caregivers and the person living with dementia as well.
1: Well, and it's it's sort of. Um By organizing the environment around the person that's living with dementia, that can reduce some of the memory problems and problem behaviors and make the caregiver's life easier. What would be an example? So, you know, a, a simple example would be removing the clutter off of a counter. Right. So, you know, another example is clutter is what do I choose? What glass do I pick up? If there's dirty glasses, clean glasses, how do I tell the difference? You know, in Alzheimer's, a technique is laying out a choice of two things to wear this or that, not opening the closet door and saying, what do you want to wear today? Do you want to wear this or that? Two choices that you've given. You've given the person living with dementia a choice. They get to make a decision. Um, but you haven't overwhelmed them.
0: There's a funny story like that. It goes back to the White House when Richard Nixon was president. Uh, Roger Ailes, who at that time was a good guy, was a consultant to Richard Nixon on debate technique. And he said, let's talk about what you need to wear for the first debate, Mr. President. And so they went up to his closet. He opened the door. Ailes tells this story in, in several books he's written. He opens up his closet door, and there are 20 gray suits and 20 blue suits. And Roger said to him, Either one of those will do. <laughs>
1: that's right, and that's what you're <laughs> saying. Yeah, keep it keep it simple. Um, yeah, I, I worked with an older gentleman. We've talked about my friend Brown, Mr. Brown. Brownie Brown, um, who was living alone and ha- couldn't see well. Um, and so we put big, you know, letter post-it notes on things so that he could read things that were important, like the temperatures on the thermostat, um, right and left, uh, and just little visu- visual cues. There's a lot about dementia that you're cueing off something else. Yeah, they're a, a person, if they
2: can't remember something, they can...
0: Now you're forgetting. That's <laughs> no, just
2: good.
1: She had a really good thought. She had a really lost, good thought. Yeah. But you got so two I people with you. Yeah, We're here to help. Let's help see, you. that's
2: the pressure. There's the pressure right <laughs> that's there. Okay. But it can be overwhelming if you know when you do have a lot of choices that you don't realize how many choices that you have in front of you on a daily basis. All day you get long. get used to deciding what to eat. You know, picking something to eat, looking at your plate. Okay, what am I going to eat? What piece of silverware am I going to use? How do I chew it? Do I swallow? So, or swallow it whole or or chew. And so there's a lot of decisions. We don't even realize. And so, as Carol said, keeping things simple and teaching the caregivers this, because sometimes as a caregiver, it can be frustrating when you put a plate down in front of somebody and they won't eat or they won't choose to wear, you know, they won't pick out their clothes or they're not doing things that they used to be able to do. And so through these education classes that we're doing, we can teach them
1: that and so that they understand how to better work with their loved ones. It's yeah. like
0: having six-year-old twins.
1: It, it is kind of like that. I, you know, another example I can think of is I noticed that my mother wasn't eating well When I got one of her favorite dinners from a local restaurant, she suddenly stopped eating it. And then I looked at her plate one day and I realized it was all the same color so that the chicken and the mashed potatoes and the corn and the gravy was all kind of the same on the plate, and there wasn't enough contrast. So when I cut up the chicken and switched from mashed potatoes to like a green beans or a peas, and I got different colored food on the plate, then she was more engaged and interested, because otherwise it looked like a big plate, I guess, of the same thing.
0: So she was stimulated by the change you made.
1: Yeah, or she just thought it was all the same. It didn't matter, you know, and she'd eaten enough of that because um, it was all the same. She didn't want more of more of what she had in her mouth.
0: It's something that you might never have
1: thought of. Right, right. So just little, you know, little things that, and that's the great thing about caregivers, is they're experts in their own right. Um, they know, you know, they have experience with what's worked for them and can share that with other folks.
0: For the folks who are coming, do they need to book in advance? And how often is the program offered it and is it the same every week so you go to one and you're done
2: no actually we have the the program we're going to be doing through the end of the year and it'll be about twice a month on the second and fourth friday of the of the month at morgan's wonderland at 10 a.m and we do ask that they register so we know who is coming in advance and we can have enough materials but it's different information and different activities every
0: week who are the uh, Facilitators or instructors?
2: Right now, uh, we have uh, someone from the Alzheimer's Association who is leading the class for the caregivers, talking about the disease itself. And then we have Morgan's Wonderland staff that are leading the activities for the persons living with dementia. It's
0: a fabulous park.
2: It's exciting. Oh, it's wonderful. If you ever have the opportunity to go, definitely And and you had
0: mentioned, Carol, for those who may not live here, may not know about the park, although they do get visitors from all over the country, it's much more than just a park now. They've got a huge swimming complex, and they're building a camp adjacent to it, all for... Uh, folks who may have disabilities.
1: Yeah, I had a wonderful experience with my grandchildren recently. I took them to the splash park, which I had never spent time, I'd toured um, the water park, but I hadn't actually spent time in it. And so it's a splash park it's not a swimming pool so you don't have to worry about anybody falling in and it's all about getting wet and there are um, some of the areas have the water is warmer so if people are hypersensitive to cold water and getting hit by all of this cold water um, i will say you don't want to get hit by one of the little giant xylophone hammers which my grandson did that will also is It actually hits you harder than the cold water. That's all I'll have to say.
0: (laughs) And all of this, we ought to give a plug, is really due to the genius of Gordon Hartman in honor of his daughter.
1: Of his daughter, Morgan, who has autism.
0: And he has, out of her challenge, crafted a park to help hundreds and hundreds of people.
1: The amazing thing is that people will say, you know, why didn't I think of that? It's so obvious. And yet it has
0: never existed before. Hold that thought. We'll come right back. I'm Ron Aaron along with our special guest, Tina Smith, and our co-host, Carol Zernial. You're listening to Caregiver SOS. On air. And I want to tell you a little bit more. Carol, you and I were talking briefly about Memory Matters. Uh, and from your standpoint, this is a WellMed Charitable Foundation program in partnership with. In partnership with Morgan's Wonderland, UT
1: Health, and the Alzheimer's Association. And it's the Memory Matters Meetup. So it's a meetup for caregivers and it's a meetup for people living with dementia. And it's offered. It's offered the second and fourth Friday of every month uh, from 10 a.m. to noon at Morgan's Wonderland.
0: And pre-registration is required or or requested?
1: We ask you to please pre-register, and the phone number is 866-390-6491. That's 866-390-6491, or go to Memory Matters Meetup at Eventbrite.com.
0: And I gather at the end of each session, uh, you're going to do a spinoff from Stress Busters. You're going to talk a little bit about stress management.
1: That's right. There are We've got multiple stress management technique, And who doesn't want to reduce their stress?
0: Me. You don't, I love stress. You, you love, love just stress, kidding. where I'm
1: looking at you.
0: Just kidding. So it's Memory Matters Meetup at Morgan's Wonderland uh, every two, second and fourth Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. And for information... Call 866-390-6491, 866-390-6491, and it is free. Free, no cost to those participating. Well, we are delighted to have you listening to us here on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host Carol Zerniel and our very special guest, Uh, Tina Smith, who, among other things, uh, Tina has responsibilities as Manager of Caregiver Services for the WellMed Charitable Foundation, and that includes Caregiver SOS.
2: Yes, yes. Our focus is to provide information and to support for
0: family members that are caring for an older loved one. Uh, And tell us a little more about Caregiver SOS. Again, it's a free service offered by the WellMed Charitable Foundation.
2: Correct, correct. We recognize the important role that caregivers play. They're essentially the gatekeepers of care for their loved ones. They're the ones that make sure they get the medications, get to the doctor appointments, treatments. They're providing treatments and injections for their loved ones. So they're making sure their loved one is doing okay, but unfortunately in that, they often get lost in all of that that work that they're doing. And so we find that the caregiver's stress level as their workload increases, their stress level increases as well. And that's it can be hard on them as well as the person they're caring for. And part of that program
0: includes caregiver teleconnection?
2: Yes. Yeah, we have several programs. One of them is the teleconnection program. This is an hour-long learning session that we do over the phone. Caregivers can call in from everywhere, and we talk about topics ranging from stress management, caregiver burnout, uh, when is it appropriate to maybe have to look for a, a, a assisted living facility or nursing facility. The caregivers, when they call in, have an opportunity to listen to the speaker and then have an opportunity to ask questions. They can ask the expert questions as well as hear from other caregivers.
0: Carol, I remember when that program was launched, and one of the things that made so much sense, again, it's back to, well, why hadn't someone thought of that before? Actually, they had in Canada. But here in the States, you went to the lowest form of technology,
1: We did, the telephone is still 91% of people have access to a telephone and whereas not everyone is comfortable with a computer, uh, we know that people are comfortable with any kind of telephone, doesn't have to even be a smartphone, could be an old rotary dial phone if you still have one of those or a landline. Uh, and so we we get pushback sometimes because where's the video, where's the PowerPoint, where's the fancy visual presentation, and then someone will, will hear someone on the phone that, you know, this is their means of communication. This is all they have. You know, my father's 89 um, and he uses a telephone. He does not
0: use a computer. And for those who are uh, interested in participating, again, it's at no cost you can register at caregiversos.org.
2: Yes, yes you can register online or call uh, our 1866 number. Which is uh, 866-390-6491. You can call that number and register for the sessions. Uh, And also we record the sessions. So for those that do have Internet access, they can go back and listen to the sessions as well.
0: It's got to be a huge archive now. This has been going on for several years. You've got a vast wealth of information.
1: We do. We don't, you know, we're probably giving you the most recent. I'm looking at information. I'm looking at Tina because she's a reluctant webmaster. So we that's do other load duties the most, as assigned. Yeah, we we load the most recent sessions, but it's great, you know. Just like this program, Caregiver SOS on air is recorded, and you can listen to the podcast at any time. The Caregiver Teleconnection is also recorded and available twenty four seven.
0: I mentioned that because there are a lot of folks who, because of their schedule, may not be able to phone in to a session they're really interested in, like how to take the keys. Right, right. Which has been a regular feature with Dr. Jamie Heisman, mm-hmm. uh, and they can hear it on a podcast.
2: Yes, that, absolutely. All of the information is there. goes back a number of years, and so they can certainly listen to it at their convenience because we realize it's hard. It's hard to make the, the assigned time sometimes.
0: Now, Carol, I was thinking back to when uh, you were working on your degree in gerontology and, and Tina Smith as well. Most of this stuff was not available. <gasps> no. How, how did you help <laughs> caregivers?
1: Well, I don't think we even thought about poor caregivers back in the day. Yeah,
2: yeah caregivers weren't with, when the class they were not top of yeah, mind. No, unfortunately, not. But it's become more so, you hear more and more uh, about the, the responsibilities of caregivers and the role that caregivers play. We were seeing a lot more with different agencies, you know, American Cancer Society has a big caregiving, AARP has a big caregiving site on their websites. And so a lot more organizations are becoming aware that the role that caregivers play in, in the lives of, of seniors.
0: Now, it's coming up in uh, not too many weeks, uh, the annual Caregiver Summit, which I noticed you're also responsible for. Yes. Poor Tina.
1: <laughs> all, th- all things caregiving. That's right.
0: Tell us about the summit for those who have not heard about it or haven't participated.
1: Well, we're very
2: excited about this year's lineup. We are. The summit will be on November 1st here in San Antonio, Texas at the Oblate Center. And uh, like I said, we're very excited about our lineup. We're going to have uh, Sheila Warnock, who has been a guest on Caregiver yes. SOS On Air on with share the care. She is going to be speaking as well as Dr. Neela Patel from University uh, Health. will be talking about uh, Alzheimer's disease as well as caregivers. We have uh, Carol Birch We'll be talking about legal issues for caregivers. Also
1: also a guest here on SOS On (laughs) Air.
2: And Tam Cummings, who is an expert with Alzheimer's and caregiving, and she will be sharing her wisdom with us. And so we're very excited about this. And who can attend? Anybody can attend. Any caregivers, professional or family members are available. Again, it's free of charge. No cost to And for
0: professionals, you offer CEUs, continuing credits. We sure do.
1: Well, we, you know, we were talking about caregivers and and a new ca- type of caregiver or a new role uh, for caregivers that's also going to be joining us at Morgan's Wonderland. We, we, we were talking about Memory Matters Meetup are caregivers of um, older persons that have um, some cognitive disability or I'm sorry, an IDD, a developmental disability um, that might age into Alzheimer's.
2: Yeah, there's a – The studies have found a link between uh, intellectual disabilities such as Down syndrome and Alzheimer's. And it used to be that the, someone with D- Down syndrome – Died. Well, they, Died young. They're in the mid-30s, right. but now they're living into the 60s or 70s. And so they're starting to see more instances of Alzheimer's with this population. And, of course, their caregivers are unprepared for this. Really, our, our industry is not really prepared for this. It's something that's new to us as well, so we're learning as we go. But part of the um, the partnership with Morgan's Wonderland and how we're going to address this is to also provide classes for caregivers of persons with IDD at, at Morgan's Wonderland, and these will be on Wednesdays, the second Wednesdays of the month,
1: starting this fall. And, and well, we'll we, do
0: more on that. We also mm-hmm. uh, should do a show on IDD.
1: Absolutely. So, but we want people to know about memorability, um, that will be the second program starting, where we're really hoping the caregivers will have a chance to think about advanced planning. You know, what do you do uh, when you're you may not be around forever? A lot of older adults that have an uh, an older adult child with developmental disabilities, they they don't necessarily have a plan in place. And the place. parents
0: will predecease them usually.
1: And and the other thing is to learn to recognize that what is what is the intellectual disability and what is Alzheimer's, because all of a sudden the behavior may change and it's like oh this is new well yes it is new but it's the beginning of something else.
0: What would be an example?
1: Well obviously I mean it's
2: the symptoms of Alzheimer's that you'll see so someone with um, the Down syndrome they, they had those uh, you know disabilities learning disabilities uh, uh, abilities of function but there might be um ambu- they may become less ambulatory or the their memory
1: may start to, to falter. It's the the classic symptoms of of dementia. So there's a, there's a certain number of people because maybe they have um, an intellectual disability like Downs that are, will, will get Alzheimer's because the incidence is very, very high. That's, they live on the same gene. Uh, what gives you Alzheimer's also is linked to, to Down syndrome. Uh, and then the other is by, just by living older. And, and older for someone with an intellectual disability could be someone in their 40s or 50s, and they will age into Alzheimer's. So it's, you know, I like to say there's no limit to the things that you can have. Uh, and so, you know, getting Alzheimer's disease is, is something that's new and to differentiate it and understand what that spectrum looks like on top of this, this um, intellectual disability.
0: Now, one of the things I like about our local grocery store, H-E-B, they hire folks with intellectual disabilities and Down syndrome. You often see them in many of the stores working productively.
1: Well, and we have someone that serves, uh, she has a business of her own, and she provides the um, liquid refreshments, the iced tea, the water, uh, and the punch when we go to Morgan's Wonderland. And that is her business, uh, which is great that they have the opportunity to participate.
0: That's pretty cool. Now, we've got about a minute left. Uh, what haven't we asked you about these programs, Tina, that you want to add?
1: Well, like I
2: said, it's just we're, we're just getting started with these programs. We're very excited about the opportunities that we see. We can see this program just growing uh, at Morgan's Wonderland. But we just really wanted to let people know that there is this opportunity out there about this, a chance to come together and learn a little bit communicate or or be able to be with other caregivers as well as other persons with dementia just to be together that community uh, inclusive community uh, and and to do this together they're not doing this alone
0: now memory matters will go year-round yes and morgan's wonderland will still be the site because during the winter you'll have to change the hours for your program
2: right yeah during the the winter hours they switch to weekend so we'll switch our programs to weekend hours so we don't stop that the the flow of the program that's cool Mm -hmm. well thank you for coming in well i appreciate the opportunity and again
0: a phone number for folks who want to get a hold of not only caregiver sos but this program as well memory matters
2: absolutely you can call us at 866-390-6491
0: this program has to be pretty exciting for you carol
1: it is this is you know really a dream come true for me i it was something i wanted to test out for a long time and uh, i'm happy to take that million dollars
0: Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Tina. Thank you. Caregiver SOS on air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host Carol Zerniel. We'll catch you again next time.